High stakes, Jeff. This is Tokyo Fashion Week. How fucking dare you? And welcome to Love It or Weave It, where we let you know if we love an anime enough to recommend it to everyone or if it's just for the worst of the weeps. I'm Annie, and I think that the best mobile game is Zoom Zoom, or if we're counting ports from other things, Stardew Valley. <laughs> mm. I'm Jeff, and I think, as always, that Annie is extremely wrong, and the obvious answer is Grand Blue Fantasy, which is the epitome of gotcha gaming. Get out of here. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. See you next week. <laughs> All right. Today we're sampling the first three episodes of Smile Down the Runway, which is available subtitled on Hulu and subbed and simuldubbed on Funimation Now. Annie, what is this show about? Well, it is about... Well, it starts off with this girl, Fujito Chiyuki. Wow, she's a woman? Wow. Yes. Who could believe? And she really wants to be a fashion model, like a supermodel. And um, she is too short, I guess, is the whole thing. <laughs> She's too short to be a model. And her dad owns the modeling agency. And he's like, nope, you're too short. Your dream's never coming true. But she just won't give up. And then she makes friends with a young boy, Sumara Ikuro. And he is excellent at designing clothes. And he wants to be a designer. But he it's also an impossible dream for him. But no, not if they work together. <laughs> and that's essentially what the show is i already have thoughts about even what you've explained but i'll hold them out i'll hold them Wait, inside what my are your heart. thoughts i about this shonen anime we'll, we'll get back around to it i uh so for some background about this show it is based on a shonen manga which has been running since may 2017 it has 14 volumes out it is a uh, kotoba inoya's first series the studio animating it is ezola which i seems like is a very very new anime studio this is their third series their wikipedia page has an english entry but doesn't even have a japanese entry oh. so it's bizarre yeah. i had not heard of either of the other two series they have done also haven't really seen anything by the much of the staff of the show people in charge of series composition or series director uh so i kind of going into this with fresh slate i guess um yes. but but I say freshly, but like I kind of start off on a negative note if I'm like, oh, these a bunch of the staff on the show have worked on a bunch of things and I haven't heard anything positive about any of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway. I guess that's fine. Yeah. So looping back around to what you said at the synopsis. Oh, okay. I, I do not like the show. <laughs> I am very frustrated. I Jeff. <laughs> I have lots of complaints. Damn. Who could have foreseen this? <laughs> I wrote down one like and like 25 dislikes. I don't, I'll get into that more thoroughly but like i feel like it comes down to just even in the premise that you described i'm like mm, okay so she's too short i under i accept yes. that as a premise like mm -hmm. she i don't think it's the most immediately compelling but fine but uh what's the what's ikuto uh tsumuru tsum tsumura oh, his name tsumura yeah. tsumura like his reason that he can't be a designer is just like like so my, my first bullet point of like he's ma poor main things i dislike about the show is the logic feels so contrived and or it's just like awkwardly written or awkwardly explained because like the main reason he can't be designers because he needs to go to college 
And the reason he can't go to college is just like so awkwardly explained. Like they, I wish they just, if it's cause he's poor, I wish they just said, we are poor. We don't have enough money to send multiple kids to college. And I think that my sister his mom's in the hospital, but like, instead they're just like, I can't go to college cause I have three sisters and or two sisters three sisters well three three i think i think it's three but he he didn't he's not gonna be like hi my mom's sick we're super poor like feel bad for me like i wouldn't just say that to somebody maybe he's just like oh got some siblings gotta take care of them can't follow my dreams but like i'm holding down the fort the number if if you want to take care of your siblings the number one you should number one thing you should do is try to earn as much money to pay off this like i don't know it just seems yeah, like so he's just gonna go straight to work because he can't go to college i i guess i just that's common i guess i just felt like it, it felt awkwardly explained that like if money's the primary thing he should say i need to make money so I can't do this because well, instead, it, instead it was like, well, so I have three sisters and maybe that's just more of a Japanese like awkward. politeness thing and, yeah. and awkwardness thing that like he doesn't want to directly say the reason. So he has to like be more indirect. He's not me. He's not going to run around like I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but that's not the only thing that I felt contrived about or that I felt, oh. felt very contrived. But anyway. Like what, what, are your, what? what are your impressions? Go on. No, Jeff. no, we'll, we'll 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 dive deep into. We'll, we'll like submerse ourselves in my loathing and hate soon enough. All right, take this with a grain of salt, but I loved it. <laughs> uh. It was. It's just My Hero Academia, uh. but fashion, because she's like, this is the story of how I became. <laughs> became the greatest supermodel and he's like this is the story how i became a professional fashion designer and i'm like this is just my hero academia but fashion Hmm. and i was cracking up the whole time because of the like parallels every time it made me laugh parallels between this and my hero academia yeah or just like a typical shonen Mm -hmm. because she's just like i refuse to give up it's like the really stubborn thing like it was like reminiscent of like gone in like the like hunter exam oh oh, uh, gone from hunter i thought you were saying like yes gone like my bad girl like no yes (laughs) also good movie but no gone like when he was like um I'm not going to attack you and I'm not going to lose either. And he's just like being really stubborn. And like, she was like, I'm going to be a model. Like you're too short. She's like, unacceptable. (laughs) Or like Emma in Promise Neverland. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. she's like, no, we're going to take everyone. And she's like, like, that's impossible. She's like, no, it's not. And it's like, she's very like a typical stubborn, kind of (laughs) stupid shonen protagonist. Mm. Uh, It's not like, of course, it's not as like high stakes as the world's resting on our shoulders or we're going to die immediately. But to her, it's high stakes. And I enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed, again, more like shonen comparisons, other people watching her like follow her dream and be so stubborn is like inspiring them. Mm -hmm. It's like it inspires um, Sumura to keep like designing and it inspires the random assistant lady for a fashion magazine the random assistant lady who was introduced so elegantly and not awkwardly at all yeah yes okay listen (laughs) she i don't know what was up with her but she (laughs) worked for a fashion magazine i guess we should briefly explain that yeah like when they're at a fashion show there's a assistant editor person who comes along with their like chief editor or something and like Mm -hmm. they just randomly start showing her perspective about things and it i feel like it, like her narrative and being inspired by um, Chiyuki, the main character, was mm-hmm. 
fine on its own, but it's just like was very inelegant how it like randomly shifted to this character we've seen no introduction introduction for. We don't know her name or anything. I think I don't think they ever said maybe maybe the I think they said her name. I just yeah. can't remember what it is. Yeah, but like I think especially when she first starts talking, it's just like why did we shift focus to this character? Like, there's no... Yeah, it did feel awkward. I don't know. It's one of those things where I I couldn't really put my finger on why I felt awkward. I was just like, oh, when a story does this well, it's something I don't really think about. Like, there's usually a plausible reason why you have shifted focus or something, and it's... Or, like, it ties back around in a way that's not just like, oh, we randomly showed the audience perspective for a minute anyway yeah well maybe well we've only watched the first three episodes so maybe she comes back later and she's like "Ooh, i wrote this article about sick ass fashion and it's about like jiyuki and sumura i mean i think i think i think it's yeah pretty likely that she'll come back and be important if not that's so weird that they spent so much time on her (laughs) but i think even if she does come back later like it's still awkward how she was introduced and it wasn't like yeah from the start or you know like it wasn't like oh this is a dual like the way that um like we start off with chiyuki and then it seems like it's elegantly it elegantly introduces uh ikuto tsumura like it, it isn't just like oh and now we're just showing a different perspective from a different kid in the class you know it's like yeah so well okay yeah, yeah. that's true but i mean how else were they gonna i guess how would they introduce her as eloquently just write it better <laughs> oh my god easy to say but i really enjoyed how because chiyuki is kind of unlikable um like she's just kind of annoying I and mean, this is my complaint about most like stubborn mm-hmm. like protagonists like shonen like, in general or yeah not, not even out not even just shonen sometimes it's not even just shonen but like a lot of shonen characters are like kind of irritating because i'm just like okay you're being annoying stop it <laughs> But because like they're always like if they're either like too cocky or they're like too self-absorbed and too stubborn. And I don't love that all the time. But she like I I wasn't it does not super likable. Like she endeared me because like, I don't know, following your dreams. Love it. But Mm -hmm. but I didn't really love following her story because it's just like, oh, you want to model for your dad's modeling agency. How far fetched. So when they switched the story to Samura. I was way more into that because also seeing someone like drawing designs and like making clothes is way more interesting than watching someone just wear them. Yeah. Because you can only like, oh, I'm wearing these clothes so well, like so many times, (laughs) but him like making dresses and like making her looks out of like recycled clothes is way more interesting to me. Yeah. So that was great. So I I guess I'll start off on my my one positive note. (laughs) I guess I guess I have two positive notes, and it's like you were saying, like the shonen, the shonenness of it is actually pretty compelling to me. Like even after these three episodes, I got, I'm kind. Even if I have so much I dislike about it, I kind of am intrigued to watch more because yeah, I feel like by the end of it, I was like caught up in you know like the swelling of emotions and like feeling the roller coaster. And even if I find it frustrating and absurd, and I have lots of complaints, I'm like, Ugh, I do kind of want to know what happens, you know. And I guess I'm, I think I'm just susceptible to shonen storytelling, yeah. shonen structure. Like I read a lot of shonen manga. It's just is my jam to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think once it shifted focus to be about the two of them. And I think at least in these three episodes it seemed like it leaned a li- I guess it was kind of evenly both of them, but in episode two, it seemed like it le- focus uh, shifted more to Ikuto. Um, I appreciate that story a lot more. And because, yeah, I think, I think the concept of following a model, strive to be the best model, is just not 
compelling. Like, I think it is just inherently not a thing that is exciting. And like, there just isn't a direct equivalence between her working really hard and succeeding really well in that world. And the things that she can excel in or like train hard are things that like aren't glamorous or like shouldn't be glorified. Like, like at one point they comment on how like, oh, that waistline, you couldn't do that by eating two meals a day. You must eat only one meal a day. And I'm like, great. Let's reinforce that behavior. I hated that. That was very bad. I'm glad you said something. It was horrifying. (laughs) Like at least they breeze over it. But I feel like if they were being honest, that would be the thing that she like, in the shonen spirit tries really like, I can only one meal a day. Like I must conserve how much food I eat. Like that, that's Mm. her training arc, you know? And that sucks. Yeah. I think the designing is way more compelling. Right. right. The designing is like a much more traditional narrative and is exciting. It's interesting, is like compelling. It makes it's relatable because we can see like we can think about how we you know, like we can draw stuff and then see that like what we draw is nothing compared to what he did. Yeah. I also it's one of the I don't know, this happens a lot in shonen stories about specific topics that are very have a lot of domain knowledge. And I start to be like is this, this feels like it's not, the way they talk about her (laughs) modeling and like, oh my God, you are such a good, like, I don't know, it's just like, does not feel like how, yeah, like like how people in that industry would actually be talking about this stuff, you know? Have you ever watched America's Next Top Model? I have not. I have watched one episode of that new Netflix one with the guy from Queer Eye. (laughs) That's all I've seen. All right. Well, I haven't watched that one, but (laughs) I mean, it kind of, it didn't fully embody America's Next Top Model for me. But it it does have that kind of like, oh, there's like specific kinds of walks in the way you model. And like, I didn't get it watching America's Next Top Model and I don't get it now. (laughs) I see see almost no nuance to these things, but untrained eye. So, you know what? My opinion doesn't matter. What I have seen is like a couple minute clip in an episode of Terrace House. Terrace House is a Japanese reality show where people kind of, it's just like chill Japanese people living their lives. Yes. The unfortunate fact of it is that like almost all the people on it are models because they want pretty people to be on the show. And so occasionally they'll have a model on and they'll be like, oh, I, they like show, you know, them training for some show. And I remember there was one in the the season that I think is the most popular on Netflix, the girls and boys in the city. Boys and, yeah. Yeah. Where it just shows like the, the woman who's a model has to train her runway walk and contrary to the the thesis of the show that you're not supposed to smile on the runway like mm-hmm. part of that narrative in terrace also that she like had to smile a certain way so anyway like th- those like nuances of like learning how to walk and how to smile and how to present yourself like that is something mm-hmm. that i well you gotta learn to smize not smile <laughs> right i guess so anyway i guess that's probably just not the focus of these three episodes like, there probably is going to be more time of like her learning how to be a good model. Yeah, her shonen training arc. Right. I guess for this intro arc, it's more of like, you are just, oh, oh my God, you're so amazing. Like, you, but you're short. Oh my God, you're so amazing, but you're short. And that's yeah. kind of all it can do while you're rushing into it. Well, also it has to introduce the other characters and the situations she's in or they're in. Thank God they introduced another character. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's start there with, oh, okay, so... Going through my list of complaints, I oh my God. hate how her goal is. So, so generally, she wants to be a supermodel. Like the show starts off with them like having to choose their. Um, it's like a thing in Japanese schools and a trope in anime where they have to choose their career, like 
what they're going to do post-graduation. And she's like, I'm going to be a supermodel. No, wait, I'm going to be a hypermodel. Hell yeah. A hypermodel is just a supermodel that works for her father's agency and goes to to uh, goes to Paris Fashion Week. And wait, is it is it yes. Paris Fashion Week that makes a hypermodel? Or is it yes. just working for her father's agency? I think, no, doing both is okay. what she wanted to make her a hypermodel. Uh, I just, I find... I find everything with her father very frustrating and like the way she like hero worships him and he like barely gives her the time of day is is frustrating and like maybe there's going to be more catharsis and there's going to be a more of an emotional journey there but it just feels like shitty dad behavior at this point and Mm. I feel like this show and this is one of my big uh, pillars of why I hate the show it just like glorifies the shitty behavior of men so much and so in in the first episode, she uh, what 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 is it that happens? She she and Ikuto like pair up to like he designs an outfit for her, and she goes to try like take it to the agency to because she keeps she was kicked out of the agency because she was too short, and then she mm-hmm. like keeps auditioning, and then they keep rejecting yes. her, and um, which is is she has the shown in spirit. She keeps trying, and then she keeps getting rejected, and then she tries she goes back with this new outfit that he's designed and it's so amazing that they accept her which first of all shows that like he's the thing that changed so really he's the important factor here but anyway Mm -hmm. so she gets accepted she admits that he made the outfit they both get hired kind of at the end of the episode it's like you're both gonna work for this agency and then next episode shows that uh he's in high school (laughs) he can't start working yeah oh wait sorry no, that's actually not. Is it, I forget the timeline events now. That's where that's where episode one ends. Is like, would you like to be a designer? Right. And then it's like, wow, both of our dreams. This is how are we like start them. And then the next episode, he's like, oh, just just kidding. I I didn't know you were in high school. Right. Which mm, I find I just find that like it was like, oh man, we're really getting momentum here. Like I can't wait to see where this story is heading. Like they're gonna be working for this agency. And like they're and then it's like the beginning of the episode is like, oh, the rugs pulled off under them. And like what you thought was true is just, no, we're we're gonna leap back and. It's fine because, like, it's still the journey they're going on is, you know, there's still a compelling journey to go on. But, like, it just reminded me a lot of um, Araki Sensei, the, the author of Jojo's Adventure, uh, wrote mm-hmm. a book about his, like, process for writing manga. Did you ever read that? Nope. Um, I'm illiterate. <laughs> it doesn't have pictures, so it's not worth reading. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things he mentions in that book is, like, his, I forget what he calls it, but basically, like, there has to be, like, an, a constantly escalating, like, not power creep, but like excitement level or um and he he brings up counter examples of movies that he found frustrating because they like reset things and then you're like oh so we've gone backwards and like it it feels frustrating when things go backwards in that way so like in the structure of dojos it's like each arc is a different generation but he still tries to like even like in kind of a spoiler for dojos like in one season like the main character like dies in the end but like it's still he talked about how like, he still framed it as like kind of not, not not a victory, but like like things are getting more. I don't know. I guess it's like a victory in the end, kind of, or like it's not just like oh, and then things get reset, and then we go back to the beginning. Uh, so mm. I don't know. Well, they didn't get reset because in this one, because at least Sumura now has like a connection, and he got recognized for his work, which right. opened the door for him to go and work for the other fashion designer um oh, what's his name hajime yanagida yeah yanagida um 
Yeah, so it's not going back to zero, but I think it's still like frustrating to experience that. Like, oh, we thought it was one thing. Oh, now you have to go back. And actually, we were kind of lying to you when we said that. Or at least the way it ends the episode by making you think that like that's the premise of the series. Anyway, um, what I was confused about with the timeline, though, is because before they go, before she goes in to that audition, she gets like stopped on the street and gets a photo taken for a magazine. And then that magazine goes viral because a celebrity... A celebrity model like tweeted shares it. yeah like tweets it or instagram posts it and then they the the modeling agency has to hire the designer because they feel embarrassed because i think they like said that it was his design sorry they said that it was their well, own design okay. so i think she agreed to do the fashion shoot like it or like for whatever magazine right and lied about i think she'd, she'd the- been yeah and then Because, like, she can't say that she's wearing a no-name designer was her, like, thing. Um, So she said it was, like, from her dad's area, like, dad's shop or clothing company, modeling agency, whatever. And then they're like, okay, cool. And they have to credit it in the magazine. And so it had the name attached to it. And then it went viral. And then the company was getting a lot of questions about it. So her dad's like, well, shit. Where's this actual designer, Chiyuki? And she was like, uh, it's this college kid right there okay. he is and then he's like cool you can have a job wait you're in high school okay we're done um so so, so that was a lot to set up and oh, yeah. that 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 moment in episode one where he um the father is like excited or like is basically going to hire um ikito because he thinks that he's a college student and there's a moment where like she's watching her father look at him and she's like she's so excited that he's looking at ikito like he used to look at her like like a raw talent, like a oh, diamond yeah. in the rough to be polished. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh man. And I'm like, there's no love here. Like it's all just like manipulating talent and like sculpting a model. And I'm just like, ah. it's just so. He loves her. Mm. He said yeah. that he named the company after her, but in French. Oh, so, you, so, so the thing where he founded a company the year she was born so yes. that he could be away from her while instead of raising her as a baby? No, he wanted to. I don't know, create an <laughs> empire for his oh, sweet baby girl. He wanted to get away from the baby that was annoying him in the middle of the night. Okay, he needs a job. So he has a job now. I just, it sent a lot of red flags my way when it was like, oh, this modeling agency was founded the same year you were. And I'm like, that's supposed to be I cute. I was confused. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, are you supposed to be with the child? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I don't know. I just feel like, her dad's kind of an asshole. They're like the way yeah. that he like kicks her out without any like affection or not even just like Okay, she was annoying though. <laughs> like I get it. <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay. Well, if she was like, "Oh, I'm going to be a model." He's like, "Oh, you're too short. We can't put you in shows." And then she's like, "I know I'm going to do it." And he meant, "Okay, well, you have to go." <laughs> well, yeah, why why do you think Asta and Black Clover is an orphan? Cuz his parents were so annoyed with him. They just he screamed too much. They kicked him out. Probably. Honestly, <laughs> I get that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sympathetic to children. But but okay. So it's not just her dad though, because like Yanagida, the um, designer that Ikuto goes to work under, is also just an aggressive asshole and is glorified for it and is like. Wait, I love him. <sighs> like okay, <That's> daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's he. His voice actor is Junichi Suabe. Oh boy. Oh, is this time for right. Annie's Seiyu section? Hell, yeah. Yes, my Seiyu section. Listen. He plays Eraserhead in um, My Hero Academia. I told you this was a shonen. Great. <laughs> Listen, 
His voice is daddy. So any character he plays. Is Eraserhead your daddy too? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, boy. You think he's not? I hadn't really considered it. You've looked at Eraserhead and... (laughs) Oh, boy. His eyes are so... I didn't think... He needs the... the, Water drops. Yeah. Or eye drops. Eye drops, yeah. Whatever. He can get water drops. Those eyes freak me out. How dare you talk about him that way? Hawks is daddy. Yes, Hawks is also daddy. But listen, he's a good voice actor and I love him. So, but his character, I also, he's like a very typical like mentor figure in Shonen, in Shonen stories. Like the, like strict, but like caring, but also, oh, 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 you think he's not caring? Where's the caring? Okay, well, he's passionate about his craft and he gave him half the applause. He could have been like, this is, you did the bare minimum. You suck. But he was like, hey, half of this is for you because you made this happen. Okay, I think we should explain the premise for that like second half of episode two and episode three since oh, now yeah. it's relevant to Yagida. So basically, he uh, Ikuto goes... Uh, so we mentioned that he gets hi- almost hired by the her dad's modeling agency, but then they realize that he's a high school student, so they can't hire him. So then he's like effectively tosses him a bone and is like, well, one of my designers left to go found their own agency recently. So like, I guess I can refer you there. So he goes to work for that agency and that's where he meets Yunagata, who is the guy running the agency. And he's an asshole. He puts him through some training, or not training, but like tests him. And then is basically like, okay, well, tomorrow morning we're going to Tokyo Fashion Week. So come with us, I guess, and like work through the night to prove yourself. And then they go and that's episode two ends with they have, I guess, 40 dresses, 40 dresses they're showing off, and one of the models is sick. Is that why they, you know, I know she just backed out. She just backed out? They don't explain She's why? She's a flake-ass hoe. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? She left him hanging. She was the final model. Uh, anyway, um, so they need to find a new model to replace her, and... Oh no, the only person they can find on short notice is Chiyuki. But don't you remember Hell the premise yeah. of the show? She's short. So the uh, disaster situation is that they need to, on the fly, adapt one of the dresses to fit her short, tiny little body. Yeah, so then the the other assistant basically like collapses from overwork while doing this. So mm-hmm. then Ikuto has yeah. to step in to be the one who handle this. And then he does it and it goes well. That's that's episode three. Hell yeah! So you're saying about the applause, like he after it goes well, he applaud. He like he's like I'm gonna give like it went well. We got a standing ovation. I'm gonna credit half of the applause to you. And then I thought it was cute how well. So, so that was one of forty dresses. So like in the scheme of things, it's like they can they fixed one of forty. Like it was a tiny. So him being like I'm gonna give you half the standing ovation. Like I guess that's so sweet. Yeah, it's so sweet. He's so affectionate. Yes, I love him. And then I guess it was the fitter that chimed in later and was like. This was not half of your. This is not half of your success. Don't get fooled yourselves. Like the thing succeeded because the other thirty nine of them like picked up the slack. And, yeah, like, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, I, I like to like that's the thing. It's, it's it's compelling when it gets to the actual like shonen roller coaster emotional moments. It is compelling, and it's like, oh man, like I was kind of happy for them. Oh no, I'm kind of sad for them. I'm not kind of happy for them. Like it does that that ride pretty well yeah um but yeah inaga is an asshole and overworks his employees to the fact the point where they collapse and then so i hated how like then he he accepts chiyuki to come in as a new model and he's like this all rides on you this is all gonna be your fault if we fail and i'm like she's helping you out bro like what the fuck like well she's also doing a job so well she's doing a job but like i just feel like it's such shitty managerial skills to it just reminds me a lot of um I guess the archetypal example that comes to mind is like 
a captain of a ship. I guess I'm thinking of like a space kind of like star, star Trek, like a Star Trek kind of situation where the captain's Fucking like nerd. Oh I don't know God. what I'm like. I'm not thinking of like a pirate ship anyway, where like the captain's like yelling orders to each of the crew and is like, you need to do this. This all this rides on you. You must do it. And it's like, don't just yell. You need to delegate effectively. And each person has a thing they're capable High of. High stakes, Jeff. It's just, this <laughs> right, is but it's, Tokyo Fashion Week. How fucking dare you? But what you were saying, comparing Inagata to a typical, like, um, mean but affectionate mentor figure, like if mm-hmm. we're mentioning Black Clover again, um, what's his name? Yami? Daddy, I don't know. Black Clover Daddy that everyone loves. Listen, we could have just compared him to Eraserhead, the other <laughs> big I, character. Is Eraserhead as mean though? He was in the beginning. Oh yeah, he was like, "You're gonna be kicked out of class." Yeah, he's like, "I'll straight up expel your ass. Don't test me." It's. I think it's something about the fact that it is much more realistic and doesn't have a fantasy setting or a sci-fi premise or anything that makes me be like, "This isn't just like fun." mentor figure being like having a weird quirk in this weird fantasy world it's like you are a real person being a real asshole in this real situation but that's real life (laughs) terrible manager i wrote that's real life i wrote five exclamation points next to terrible manager in my notes hey i love him (laughs) don't ever talk about my man again it's i think yanagita is the biggest asshole her dad is a subtle (gasps) asshole and then ikuto is even kind of a dude okay it's the one scene in was it the second episode I think it was when a second he yells episode. at her? Yeah, he yells at her and gets really mad at her. Well, yeah, she deserved it. I forget what it's about. Well, because she, or he said, hey, I, she was like, oh, I'm going to come here and ask you to um, come with me. I'm going to ask my dad to make you be a designer again. And he's like, oh, don't do that. It's fine. I don't need to be a designer. Then she's like, here, then take your clothes back. I don't have any interest in wearing clothes made by a no-name designer. <laughs> And he's like, excuse the fuck out of me. I made this dress because you asked me to, and I made you look good. So don't yell at me like it's my fault that <laughs> that I didn't get picked to be a designer because you lied about how old I was in the whole situation. So yes, he's a good boy, and okay. he, she deserved okay. to be yelled at. <laughs> okay, I think what I'm getting from how you summarized it and everything, like the the gist of what he was saying and everything is fair. And valid critiques and valid frustration. Mm-hmm. And what like yes. his point is fair. What I really hated mm-hmm. how he's getting up in her space and being physically aggressive with her. And that is one thing. The second thing I think makes it even worse is the way that he cowers away from it afterwards and is like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm just I'm just an, I'm just a cute, shy, awkward I'm sorry, I'm just awkward. And it's like Well this is like like textbook abuser behavior. Well, I felt like it was less like I'm really awkward and more like he realized he was it was I it was bothered me for another reason. It was like, oh, I'm too close to a girl. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's that too. <laughs> that was the other thing that like that it did make me also unhappy. But yes, I get your feelings. But also she was being wild. Yeah. It just... She like threw the bag at I like like tossed the bag into his arms, like, take this. And I was like, excuse you, woman. He made that for you. But I also feel like I don't know. I remember my impression of the scene was that she was intentionally egging him on and being like, you are acting like you don't want to be a designer. Here, I'm going to treat you like you don't want to be a designer. And then he flips out at her. and I'm like, she was playing three-dimensional chess. She had the upper hand. What are you doing being an asshole to her? I guess. Just don't be a dick. I guess that's the moral of that story. But <laughs> but all the men in the show are dicks. And they're glorified and hey, rewarded for that's, it. That's real life, oh, oh, Also, though. Also, I didn't even think about this as an as a, like, a asshole, shady behavior kind of thing. But like... The way, like, so he, Ito, when he, like, adjusts the dress for her, 
first of all, I think it's totally mm-hmm. impossible. Like whatever. The like, way he did it. Yeah, the way it's like oh, he, yeah, it was he, he, he didn't have like a big enough needle, so he couldn't sew. He had to cut it, but then couldn't sew it, so he like rolled it up and then used a belt. And I'm like, yeah. where and how and how is it this perfect shape? You did this like super hack of a adjustment. Um, but anyway, yes. the last thing he does before he sends her off is like he like tied up a thing like some like extra little like wing things up behind her back and mm-hmm. then like decide the last minute to not complete the stitch to tie it in place because he's like because mm-hmm. then it ties into like later her heel breaks and she like starts to like kneel down and as she kneels down the the thing unties and she like descends like a beautiful butterfly and everyone's wowed by it and like oh my god this is so amazing hell yeah and then it flashes it shows Ikuto being like, I saw, like, I, I knew that I wanted a transforming dress. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you could have told her that. She could have planned it. Instead, you were just like, I'm going to, like, put in a surprise reveal into her dress for her against her own will. Mm. Well, it might not have happened if she hadn't fallen. So I guess so. It would have just been fine. But can I go back to yeah. my Sayu section? <laughs> We can um, never leave the Sayu corner. We can never leave my Sayu corner. Um, did you notice that the voice actor for Tsumura or Ikuto, Ikuto, um, cut one of those out? Um, <laughs> I mean, this is both of his names. I just don't know which one is. Yes. I don't know which one is his uh, family name, given name. I just Ikuto is a more memorable name to me, so that's what I say. He's played by uh, Natsuki Hanai. I don't know if that's how you say that, but that's the guy who plays Tanjiro. <laughs> oh. It was really distracting for me. I was like, okay, Tanjiro, you're making clothes. You're making clothes. Um, I love him. So now we have one role where he's Tanjiro. In this role, he's Tanjiro because I don't like him. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And also, I should clarify, I don't dislike Ikuto. Like I was saying, I think Ikuto is a more compelling narrative. And like I'm excited for the show to focus on him. Yes. but Love him. Weeb him. No, I I love him. Uh, <laughs> overall, I thought this was pretty enjoyable. And okay, so you know how when we were talking about um, what's it called, Somali, mm-hmm. and how like the genre it was like kind of going for was just like something you turn on and feel nice about. Yeah, I kind of felt like this is more of that for me because like it's the stakes aren't that high either. Mm. They're a model and a designer, or they're not, and they'll be fine. And it's like this is just kind of like a fun silly show Mm. that i can put on like i'm not too stressed out about their dress walking down the (laughs) runway so it's like it's like the shonen formula but with stakes that are low and comforting yeah so i'm just like yeah cool we're making clothes (laughs) we're walking down a runway oop she smiled it's a faux pas but dang if people didn't love it and like (laughs) so like this is like way more chill and actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. Definitely more interesting than Somali. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is kind of like that feel-good hmm. show that I would watch. Hmm. Like, it's not like the most exciting thing in the world, but it's definitely just, I can have it on and be like, okay, and maybe like turn off my brain a little <laughs> and relax. <laughs> I, I think I, the major things holding me back from wanting to rewatch it or wanting to keep watching it are um, like being so frustrated by like, some of the contrived writing or the glorifying shitty behavior of the men. But like, I feel like a lot of that, now that I've ranted about it and got it out of my system, I'm like, okay, it's out there. Like I'm, I'm at peace. Like I could keep watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you can keep watching both with the booty shots, you could watch this with the shitty men. But 
this was cute. I had fun watching it. Uh, oh, okay. Another, another, That's my main review. Another thing I found <laughs> contrived and awkward at the writing is like how Ikuto feels like he needs Chiyuki. Oh, yeah. Well, she's like kind of his encouragement. <sighs> like, I understand. Okay. I understand like on a personal level, like maybe she's what has inspired him and all that stuff. And I understand mm-hmm. on a logistical level, like he wants to be a designer, but he can't get a job as a designer. And he, you know, like doesn't want to get distracted by getting a job or doing something else. Or, you know, so like it, his route to being a designer maybe has to be but no because at the point where i'm thinking where he's talking about how he needs shiuki it's after he has gotten a job at this uh yanagida's agency so it's like no you don't need her unless it's a personal like she's my muse or my inspiration and well uh, he didn't really think in that moment that he needed her i don't think maybe i'm thinking of like Like a moment and maybe i wrote that down for a moment in episode one where it was still like well yeah in the moment he was like oh like um something about like oh i can make her look good and he did and he like felt good about that but when he was um no yeah i guess he like you just using her like stubbornness and motivation as a reminder for him to keep going like her following her dream is inspiring him so that's why like when he almost runs away from working at the design agency or designer office whatever um <laughs> When he almost leaves, he like feels the the power of her <laughs> of her following her dream. Like tell him like no, go back. Right, she like pushes him back. Yeah, like no, go back. Insist that you're supposed to be here and you're good enough to be here. And that was actually a really cute moment. I liked when he was panicking over making this final dress work for the fashion show. Um, she like kind of grabs him and she's just like, "Remember, you're good at this." <laughs> Like, and he, like, he was able to work after that because he was just panicking. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you're good at making me look good, which like kind of ruined it. But she was like, <laughs> It was good for this. like a split second. And then she actually said yeah. words. And then it was like, no, I just say she words. She said more words. Yeah. But like the first part was cute. Like, you're good at this. You know what you're doing. Like, just uh-huh. clear your head. And then he instantly was better, which like to me is, is kind of realistic because sometimes you just need like a moment to gather your thoughts when you're panicking. Right. And especially that, that. Uh, message of like you are good at this like confirmation and like it's not just in your own head or whatever like there's outside confirmation that you know especially for someone like him that hasn't really like done much that's been seen by the outside world like it's easy for him to write off that he maybe isn't good and then it's like so but then yeah the way that she's like you're good at making me look good and it's like no he's just good like yeah (laughs) i just feel like it, it feels contrived the codependency between the two of them feels contrived and feels like, it's just part of there to be, like, the premise of the show, the premise of the manga, is that, like, they're intricately tied, and it's like, mm, they don't need to be, though. Yeah. Maybe that'll come up later, but for now, it's cute. I just, and also, like, if he is personally motivated by her stubbornness and willing, not willing to give up and all that stuff, like, I wish that yeah. were what he mentioned in those moments, instead of just being like, like, I need her to make my stuff look good, and it's like, uh, also, also, can I complain so we talked a lot in yes. the last episode <laughs> yeah okay sorry this is my first complaint i've never complained before you've never complained even once <laughs> we haven't been talking for 50 minutes about my complaints um mm-hmm. we talked a lot about last in the last episode about uh Bofuri and like whether like who the target demographic was and how that kind of like informed whether it was a cute empowering thing or if it's a ugly objectifying thing and i feel like so th- this one is clearly it's it's clearly shown and it's in a shonen magazine it's using all the shonen tropes all the shonen toolbox uh and it, it is nice that it is much more grounded than like the kind of fantasy action shonen that is the most popular in the genre but it's like mm-hmm. it's the gender dynamics 
like okay when it's like it feels like it's a power fantasy for young boys when it's like oh no you have to be around all these naked models oh no just get used to it oh no 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 not in this one. Oh no you have to be up her skirt and then she's gonna kick you because she's like don't look at me oh no me may smell bad oh no listen Jeff, if someone was up your skirt, you'd be like, "Ah, damn, I did run here." <laughs> okay, that. Hopefully, I don't smell bad. <laughs> that that part isn't like you're right. That that is logical and consistent. I just don't like the framing of. I don't. I I agree. I don't love the "oh no, it's a girl" kind of like <laughs> thing that they do. But for this one, it was kind of just like she just got naked and she was like, okay, "Right, wait, what?" <laughs> right, because to her, it's normal. Like. <laughs> That, that, yes. that, that was cute, not cute. And, oh, God, I just said it. It was good. An undressed teenager was cute. <laughs> it, it was fitting. It actually kind of, this is kind of a tangent, but it reminded me of, uh, so you haven't seen any Succession, right? The HBO show? Mm-mm. Uh, so it's about rich people. It's a f- fictional Ew. TV show, kind of Gross. supposed to be resembling the, what's the Murdoch family? Anyway. I don't know. Anyway, anyway it's, a, it's a media conglomerate. Anyway, they're really rich people, and there are lots of scenes of the, the characters getting in and out of, of helicopters and uh there were like behind the scenes things that came out about the actors when they were climbing in a helicopters kept like having to be trained to not duck their heads really low because like instinct like it the actors are not used to flying in helicopters that often so they like are like oh no these helicopters like oh no the things are flying we need to like duck down and be scared of them but like they're like no these characters have been doing this like since they were kids their whole life they're totally used to this like they just don't even they're not scared of the helicopter um propellers at all so like you shouldn't duck down at all while you're getting in and that's kind of what it reminded me of of that she's like yep i'm i've just been getting naked my whole life like what 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 Mm -hmm. of it she's like this is a professional environment people are naked get over it and i was like yeah tell him chiyoki you know it was cute it's good times loved it but and also i also just feel bad about how I'm like, her narrative isn't compelling. His narrative is so much more compelling. Because it's like, gee, it would be cool if this shonen manga with a female main character, if the compelling part was actually her. And instead yeah. it's like, oh no, the guy is the upstager. It'd be more interesting. Ugh. Yeah, I I was kind of, you brought up earlier when she was looking at uh, Ikuto and was like, my dad's looking at him with like admiration or like excitement at like this new mm-hmm. prospect basically and she's like oh i missed that and i was kind of like oh are they gonna explore or like is there gonna be like a conflict between the two of them because she's jealous Mm. or like is the other guy gonna feel seen (laughs) or because like i don't like we don't know is his dad not alive (laughs) oh he's poor i think his mom's yeah i think his mom's in the hospital and then he's taking care of his three sisters when you're poor your dad just disintegrates into dust yeah i guess but like (laughs) i was wondering if like her dad would become like a dad to him and then and then she'd be like what the hell um that's my dad that would be funny if like he kind of like adopted him (laughs) and then yeah that'd be fucked um (laughs) you're taller than her so i like you better yeah but he also in I oh when he um when Ikuto comes back and he's like don't be mad at Chiyuki and also hire me mm-hmm. and he's like oh I like that you had determination to come back like that shows that you have promise oh. he had like a flashback to Chiyuki like still trying to work uh-huh. even though she's like not tall enough and he obviously he's the one who recommend like her dad is the one who recommended her for the fashion show mm-hmm. so he's still like 
I think trying to secretly support her while telling her to her face that it's impossible. And I don't know what's happening at that. Like, do you just be supportive? Huh. Be a supportive father. Where are you? On a similar note, one of the last complaints I had written down was how her goal of like wanting to be like that, like to her being a hypermodel is to work at her father's agency and go to Paris Fashion Week. Like I would find it so much more mm-hmm. plausible if it was just like to go to Paris Fashion Week or to go to be a part of an agency that is that is a prestigious agency or that like is as prestigious as her father's or any of those things but instead it's like it must be my father's agency i must win daddy's approval and it's like well it's named after her it's mm. <laughs> i just i just hate how French. i hate how what it feels like it feels like it's not even subtext it's like blaring loud text that she has abandonment issues not abandonment but like daddy issues and instead of like acknowledging that or understanding that she's like don't we all though i just wish that was more like (laughs) felt like it was going to be confronted by the narrative and maybe it will be by the end it might maybe it's very like there's going to be some jealous like that's my dad back off well no i just i want like i think for that to be confronted by the narrative what i mean by that is that like by the end she realizes this is a bad dream because i think it's a terrible dream and I wish it seemed like the narrative was heading that direction. I feel like instead it's going to be like the typical shonen victory. Like she gets the dream she wanted, you know, and instead of yes. confronting that it's a terrible dream. <laughs> okay. Listen, I wish part of me hopes it might take this direction, but it's, it's not going to. That um, she'd be like, okay, my dad fired me. I'll go somewhere else and I'll show him mm-hmm. that I'm good enough and like compete against him at like paris fashion week or against his like models um i thought that would be way more interesting that could be cool because like then she could form a bond with that other agency and then it could be like a thing where you like you okay this kind of ties into haikyuu and i am gonna kind of spoil recent manga events which i haven't even read i just heard about so like if if you are very hypersensitive to haikyuu spoilers and just an anime only watcher then maybe you should skip ahead a couple minutes um but like i always thought the premise of haikyuu like, they start in the first couple of chapters, and they're like, Hinata's like, I'm going to beat Kagayama. We're going to go head-to-head, and we're going to beat each other. And then, like, the next chapter, no. they're teammates, and they're the best buddies, and it's, like, all about their friendship, and they're working together. They're not best buddies. <laughs> they are lovers, first of all. Jesus. <laughs> I have several books to prove it. Actually, I don't have any of those. But oh my God. now I wish I had got. Anyway, um, and I feel like the impression I always got from the show and the manga was that, like, it that first initial goal that they laid out of like, we're going to fight each other and we're going like, to see who's the better of the two of us was superseded by this like teamwork and like being about how great they were together. And this is where the spoilers for recent, recent ish manga events come in. But like, it did kind of come back around to, Oh, here's this thing from the beginning. We're coming back to resolve in the end. And I'm like, I thought the point was we forgot about that. I don't know. Well, I forgot. I felt that the begin or the premise of the show, I guess was like, yeah, he was going to, fight or like play him but i thought it was just about like hinata's like becoming like the little giant right yeah like that's i thought was more important than like yeah beating kageyama little rivalry yeah uh so anyway i just feel like i don't know why maybe it'll be like this i don't know well yeah i guess it's like i thought it would be really compelling if she goes to a different agency and like her initial goal of wanting to be at her father's agency is kind of superseded by like i found this new family and now i'm actually torn between like do I care of this new family or do I want to go work my father's agency? And like, there's actually conflict there. Instead, it's just, <sighs> I'm going to work for my dad. I need to ha- make daddy happy, make daddy proud. Okay. But only if it's, uh, 
the fashion designer. What if that's dad. the real reveal? It's his, that's her real dad. No, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Your siblings. Ew, no. Ugh. And okay, overall, I loved it. How? <laughs> I loved it. It was just so, like, I, mean, I guess it's like what I was saying earlier. It's like just like a chill mm-hmm. kind of low stakes story that I can watch. And like, I don't want to say turn my brain off, but like, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. It just, it, it's chill. It's, it has enough of a story that I like want to watch more. Um, I wouldn't say it's like the best thing I've ever seen, but it's just like a it's like a B tier shonen. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's it's has a similar plot to My Hero Academia, but like it's obviously not as good, and like the characters aren't as compelling. I think that's all probably its its biggest flaw for me is like I don't care about the characters as much as I want to. I wonder um, if there's going to be a bunch more characters introduced because like. Oh, yeah, there are. Because, like, in terms of people that are at, like, the lower level, that are, like, about their, I don't know how to describe, like, that are, like, more rookie-ish, that aren't, like, established figureheads in the industry, we only have mm-hmm. the two of them and that one other designer who collapsed mm-hmm. so far. So there must be a bunch more. Yeah, there. I think there's going to be a ton more people. Or probably probably that reporter looking girl. at the cast list. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, a ton of supporting characters that we haven't met. Um <laughs> But I thought it was it was just like a little lacking. Like I don't want to root for Chiyuki as much as I was hoping I would. I'm rooting against her like, actually. <laughs> kind kind of. What? Um, it was just like don't go work for your dad. Yeah. Like, go work for anyone else. But um, Ikuto or Sumura, whatever we want to call him, he also like has things that annoy me, like the oh no, it's a girl. Um. But I also like I'm endeared to him. Okay, that that oh no, it's a girl thing is is I find that really frustrating. But like it came up so many times. If if he had like been dressing a male model and had been like, oh, I'm blushing, I would have been like, anime of the decade. No, not actually. Yes, <laughs> it would have been good. Though. Okay, it would have at least made him like a consistent character. It's like oh, naked people. That would have at least been better than like I don't know. Also, it's weird. His like kind of um, the way he addresses her or like talks about her. He doesn't call her Chiyuki, and he like what, what does he call her? Like because uh, her last name is Fujito, mm-hmm. and he's like Fujito-san. Like he's not familiar with her at all, and like the subs like do it as like Miss Fujito. Oh, I didn't um, catch that. Like, yeah, like like he won't call her by her name or like any kind of like friendship. <laughs> mm. Well, they have just met, and like I guess. Yeah, but like it feels, especially with like the way the subs are doing it with like Miss mm-hmm. Miss Fujito, it's like he doesn't. I don't know. Like there's like a weird divide between them, right? And I don't really like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like you're the one who's making her look good. Like you are just as valued. Like maybe that'll be a point later on. But like it did kind of bother me how like it seems like he considers himself very beneath her. Mm-hmm. Did you catch? Um, so I've this one is simul dubbed on Funimation, but I did not watch any of the dub. Um, so I've, we, I think we both only watched the subtitle version. Whoop. And did you catch how um, what he refer what Yagda refers to Ikuto? He calls him Bob. Yes. Did you get what that was about? No, I I was like I was like he's not saying Bob. What is he saying? <laughs> so he's saying Okapa. He's calling him Okapa because he has the haircut of Okapa, which oh. and so which people the most recent thing in popular anime discourse is uh, Sarazama from last year featured yeah. Kappas. Um, so 
I think they were just, isn't that called like a bob cut in English? Yeah. So I think they were just like calling him Bob, bob. as the closest equivalent, and it doesn't come off so great. It doesn't. I, I thought they were just kind of going for like, oh, nameless, unimportant guy. <laughs> like, I just don't remember your name, so I'm calling you Bob. Yeah, that's what I thought he was talking about. Mm. Whoop. All right. Well, I loved him. Let's A+. Plus. I think I might... I'm, I'm tempted to keep watching it. I'm only hesitant because I'm like, we've started so many shows I want to keep watching. But I, I've definitely kept watching much worse shows. Like, I've watched too many seasons of Riverdale at this point, and I have many, many, oh. many more complaints about Riverdale. So I feel like the, the complaints I've had and the frustration I've had is not enough to actually make me stop watching if the other aspects aren't mm. compelling. And I kind of feel like they are enough to make me keep watching. Um, I would definitely not recommend this show to people, though, unless unless they are like very interested in fashion, unless they like want a shonen type series, but without the fantasy and action, and want something as shonen but in a realistic setting. Like if that's the kind of thing they precisely want, then like, yeah, this is a great pick for that. Um, <laughs> so specific. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think I would recommend it with like. I was like, take this like with like its caveat that it's not going to be the best thing you've ever seen. But if you're looking for like kind of a chill mm-hmm. show, that's like, I don't know, something that's like not going to take up all your time because you're not going to like rush through it. But if you like want to watch something just like nice, here you go. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know who I would really recommend it to, but I liked it. My verdict is uh, smile down the runway, more like smile down the runaway. <sighs> no. <laughs> okay, I what I am actually more interested to watch after watching the show is first of all the two things. Drag Race premieres tomorrow, <laughs> as of this yes. when this episode goes live, it's going to be a couple days ago. But anyway, uh, but uh, I want to watch Princess Jellyfish because that seems like it's a good show about fashion. Princess Jellyfish, yeah, it's cute. Have you seen it? I've seen some of it, like the beginning, and I was like, this is very cute, but I just never kept going. Mm, I've only read... So, oops. I read the author's other work, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on the name, Tyrarabo Girls, and it was amazing. I still haven't finished it, because it's like too good, and I'm like savoring it, Um, so I assume Princess Jellyfish is similarly great. All right, so I wish I could fully love it, but I guess I wouldn't recommend it to everybody. Okay, so I think we're we're both leaving it behind. I want to love it, though. Like, is that like rhetorically you no, want to love okay, it? Or I'll like, weeb it. I'll weeb it. Okay, we're weaving it. We're weaving it. I wish Chiyuki was more interesting. I mean, I think we still haven't confronted the case where presumably there's, it's possible that one of us loves a show so much that we would totally love it, and one of us weaves it so much that we would totally weave it. And then I don't know what we do then, what our verdict is. But and then we fucking love it. <laughs> then we fight to the death, and whoever survives <laughs> runs the podcast. The we'll do, uh, we'll do a, we'll pick a champion, and then our champions will fight to the death. <laughs> yeah, we pick like a, a champion among the listeners, and uh, <sighs> now, yeah, I guess because we haven't found anything that we have collectively loved yet, so I guess we should just err on the side of loving in that case. Yeah. Okay. All right. Final, final thing I'm going to say about it. I'll probably keep watching this one. Mm-hmm. Out of all the ones that we've watched so far, only this one and Azokin are ones that I'm interested in keeping up with. That's it. Okay. So we're weaving it, I guess. Yeah. I'm sad about it, but we're weaving it. This is where we would normally answer Twitter questions, but um, we got zero Twitter questions because no one cares about the show. Sorry from us. So Don't bring that up. 
<laughs> it's true. Don't bring that shit up. No one, no one gave us questions. We got so many questions. We, we just cannot answer oh them. God, we are blowing up. Too many. Oh my god. It's just, there's just too many. So, anyway, RIP our mentions. RIP our mentions. Um, no, actually, they're. <laughs> please be get in our mentions. Slide into our DMs. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Love It or Weeb It. Or if you want to tell us which anime this season you want us to preview or review, email it to us at loveitorweebadgmail.com or you can tweet it at us. Also, should we mention at this point that we've been bombarded by hostile reviews, not hostile reviews, hostile uh, audience picks. So, you know, counterbalance the Dragon yes, Prince. There's, <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a campaign out there to make us watch Dragon Prince and I won't do it. <laughs> So. I kind of, I kind of want to accept it. Like right now, it's like eleven to two. I can't believe eleven people wrote in for Dragon Prince. <laughs> um, I, I kind of want to just go wherever the audience forces us to go, and then be like, "This is now anime. We, we can't decide. Like it's anime. Dragon we- Prince is anime. <laughs> it's a anime. Uh, no. So <laughs> how many licks does it take? Nope. Nope. We're done. Nope. We can't repeat. <laughs> Don't do it. Anyways. Yeah, so uh, if you want to find us individually on Twitter, I'm definitely Jeff, and Annie is... I'm at Annie Other Name. And next week, we're going to be covering Plunderer. Was that my pick? Yes, it was. Yeah, you fucking suck, Jeff. (laughs) I am excited for some, like, pure trash that's not, like, trying to be good. No, I can't believe you would do this. This is the first one. This is the only one I picked that's actually just, like... Garbage? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I can't wait to kill you later. (sighs) Anyways, bye. Bye. And as we always say, maybe she's born with it, maybe it's anime. Did you have you seen all the, the things about um, Akira coming true? No. There's like a there's a um like a background shot in Akira of um that just like shows it's like a Tokyo Olympics sign and it says that it was like cancelled hundred and forty eight days before the Olympics or something. LMAO. And people are like, Oh my god, it's hundred and fifty days before the Olympics and <laughs> it might be cancelled. Um also Grimes has the throne from Ew. Akira. Did you see that? Ew. No, get that. I don't want to hear that <laughs> bullshit. Oh boy. I will not be subjected to Grimes content. But cuz like they're always like if they're either like too cocky or they're like too self-absorbed and too stubborn and I don't love that all the time. I like the irony of um someone whose username right now is donglord420 complaining about people being okay. too cocky. Okay. <laughs> okay, listen. Anyways, um <laughs> I'm channeling a vibe, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, if you can keep watching Beaufort with the booty shots, you could watch this with the shitty men. I just, I just don't understand what's wrong with booty shots. Oh my god. Anyways, I really feel so bad that I didn't notice those because, like, I, if I did, I would hate them, and I just am oblivious. I guess, like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, gotta stop studying Japanese while watching anime. <laughs> uh. That's what I get for multitasking. Uh, no. Also, also, you kept saying before I started watching it, you were like, "You're gonna love this, Jeff. You're gonna love it." And I was like, "Is this homophobic?" That, like, I hadn't even watched it yet. Oh, okay. I was like, "Is this like? Are you saying because I'm 50% gay that I'm gonna 50% love the show?" Wow. Wow. No. And you texted me that, and I didn't like it then, and I don't like your <laughs> joke now.
Yeah, I can't wait to kill you later. <sighs> Anyways, bye. bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Sorry about Jeff. <laughs> Sorry about murdering me or about my presence on the show? Both. <laughs> bye. Uh, bye. And as we always say, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's anime. No. <laughs> that was actually not the worst. It's a little bit. I don't hate. It's that a little one. bit too too good. Yeah, or like too normal of a phrase. Like it's not. Wow, Jeff, can you believe that we hate all anime? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the season. This season sucks a bunch of butt. Next season already looks way more lit. Can I tell you?